0: Hello and welcome to our talk time. I am Giordino and today's episode is called The Oscars Talk Time. Now, I'm going to do an acceptance speech how I would do an acceptance speech. Wow, wow, thank you so much everybody. Thank you. I'm so glad that the Academy didn't send out their best actor winner to literally kill me on stage you know i'm happy that the fresh prince didn't come out here and lay down some fresh prints on me i would like to thank my mother my father and all of the industry insiders that i knew from birth i couldn't have done it without you nobody can and before i move on i would like to i would like to find out if this oscar is actually mine and not someone completely different. Are we sure about that? Yeah? Okay, cool. I am overwhelmed. I'm almost speechless. To see in front of me dozens of amazing actors that I've seen throughout my life, Hollywood's most popular actors sitting in front of me here at the Oscars, all of them white. You know, I, we, have to give it, uh, we have to give a round of applause to the Academy for being less... Racist than they were in the past couple of years, which, you know, low bar to hurdle, you know, whatever. But thank you to the Academy and thank you to all. At least this isn't the Golden Globes and at least this isn't the Hollywood Foreign Press. Thank you. And now I shall take my Oscar for some reason to In and Out have a burger because I guess I need to humble myself after winning an, an Oscar. Is that what is that what millionaires think humbling themselves is? Going out to buy an expensive burger? Okay, whatever. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, I guess see you next year because y'all only y'all only nominate people again. Ever. You just no you nominate people who you'd like, who you know. I know I know that. The Oscar people. I I know who votes in it. It's you guys. All of you. Look at you in front. You're all members of it. You all vote. That uh, doesn't make any sense. Okay. Thank you. I shall go before the band plays me off for not being famous enough. Bye. That is how I would uh, accept an Oscar. If I'm ever eligible for one. I don't know how I would be eligible for one. Those All those things that hap- I said there happened. Them getting... The, the wrong best picture wrong, because I remember he, for some someone, I forget who it was, but they read uh, La La Land when it was supposed to be, what was it? Moonlight, that's right. And obviously everyone knows what happened with Will Smith laying down whatever he had on Chris Rock. And, you know, the Oscars have a... <laughs> they have a reputation for only picking people who are white. And also nominating people over again, even if their performance wasn't the best. And people getting snubbed all the time. Wink, wink, Greta Gerwig, wink, wink. Um, but what I want to do for this episode right now is I want to read out the nominees. Well, some of them, because I can't read out them all. That would take forever. I'm going to read out some of, the, some of the things that I like that I like <laughs> some of the nominees that I'm interested in. I'm going to pull an Oscars 2020 and I'm going to get rid of the ones that uh, take too much time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get through them all. There's a lot. Let's go through, uh, let's go, let's go for the writing ones first. So let's do original screenplay. So the nominees for writing an original screenplay are anatomy of a fall, The Holdovers. Maestro. May, December, and Past Lives. Now, I didn't watch all of these movies, but I do know The Holdovers is a pretty good movie. I wouldn't be surprised if they won, honestly. It's The Holdovers. It's a pretty good movie. I'll give it to them. Holdovers. Now, writing for an adapted screenplay. You got American fiction. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Now, so technically Greta Gerwig is nominated for Best Writer, Best Written uh, Screenplay, Adapted, which, you know, good for for her. It's good. But snubbed for directing, obviously. I didn't know that Oppenheimer, before that, was based on on a book. I didn't know that it that's a good a uh, good fact there's a very fantastic factoid to bring to the parties i i'm i here <laughs> i would be kicked out in so many parties quickly i'm going to go with oppenheimer I, f- I i feel like oppie is going to he's going to sweep i feel I, that's what i feel in my bones in my in my blood in my bloodigans what else let's see what else shall we do Uh, let's go for I don't know oh original score let's go for music both of them let's go for score first so you got American fiction Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny Killers of the Flower Moon Oppenheimer and Poor Things now you have your regular John Williams Indiana Jones he's also he's always good most nominated man in history good for him uh, but he only won five times. But, you know, only won five times. Come on. There's five Oscars at home. Who has five Oscars? Literally nobody. But he does. So, you know, good for John Williams. Who's there? Uh, I, again, I think Oppenheimer might bring this home just because that it's going to sweep, I feel. But let me highlight one good uh, score that you should take notice to. Joker. What was that, 2019. I, I I feel was it 2019? Yeah, 2019. Joker. The score of that movie was immaculate. It it played to the emotions very well in such a simplistic way. It was a very delicious uh, score, I guess you can say. Let's go for original song now. So you got the fire inside uh, by. Diane Warren, I'm just can anywhere else I'd be a 10. <laughs> uh, music and lyric by Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. It Never Went Away by uh, John Batiste and Dan Wilson. Now, John Batiste was actually here at UBC a couple days ago, and that's pretty cool, to be honest. I would have liked to see him, but he was only here for one day and I wasn't uh free that day, but whatever was a song from my people from killers of the flower moon, uh, written in um, written by Scott George. Now, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know if you might know, but I am native from Canada and to see that kind of representation is pretty cool. I would say, cause it's, it's just a powwow song and it's amazing. It's like you, it's something you, I would see back at home. It's honestly, it's very nice to see. And then what I think is going to win. What was I made for by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell? Let's see. <clears throat> I used to float. Now I just fall down. I used to know but I'm not sure now what I was made for. What was I made for? I had to, I had to, I had to flex my skills there for a second, I'm sorry if it, I'm sorry if you saw that, any uh casting directors, I'm sorry that you saw that that, that performance. Oh no, don't call me, please don't call me. <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, great. I think uh, Billie Eilish is going to take away another Oscar. Uh, what it says makeup and hairstyling? I'm going to go over this quick. Golda Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Society of the Snow. I do think Poor Things is going to win this. I do think that Poor Things is going to win it. What else? What else? International feature film, Io Capito from Italy, perfect days from Japan, society of the snow from Spain, the teacher's lounge from Germany and the zone of interest from United Kingdom. I do think the zone of interest is going to win this because it is also nominated for best picture and usually an international feature film <laughs> an international feature film also nominated for best picture is usually the winner of the feature film. you the the, the what's it called from last uh, couple years ago drive my car. That was a that was a great movie. Oh, uh, what else? Parasite, number one favorite movie. Uh, yeah. Okay, one second. Calm down, Jordi, Now, calm down. Yes, I know you're excited. Yes, I know th- I, you're talking about the Oscars, but whatever. Calm down. Okay. Parasite is my favorite movie ever. It is. Why? I could go over so much, but I'm just gonna say that Bong Joon Ho did an amazing job. Okay. uh, Film editing. You got to give love to the editors, okay? If you don't give love to the editors, then who are you? What are you? Some sort of creep? Are you a creep? That's what I thought. Are you a weirdo? What are you doing here? You don't belong here. Uh, Okay. What else? Uh, Film editing. Anatomy of a Fall. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer and poor things. I do think Oppenheimer is going to win this one as well because it's a beautifully edited film. Okay. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I just want to go over this documentary feature film, Bobby wine, the people's president, the eternal memory Four daughters Two kill a tiger and 20 days in Mariupol. 20 days is going to win this. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been winning. That's all. I do think it's going to win this. Another thing I want to add over, a uh, documentary short film. The ABCs is a book banning. The Barber of Little Rock. Island in Between. The Last Repair Shop. And Nyai-Nai Pyo. The Last Repair Shop, I think, is going to win that. This was the wrong uh, category. I didn't mean to highlight this one. But, you know, documentary short film. Good, good job to Ben Proudfoot. I think you're going to win this one. Uh, what else? That's too much. Costume design. Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. Now, this is a category that I don't think Oppenheimer's going to win. It's a toss up between Poor Things and Barbie. I do like them both. Poor Things, a great movie. Barbie, a great movie too. Costume design, immaculate in both. It could either it could go either way here. Um, I want to go poor things because it's a bit more nuanced. Like it's Barbie is nice and all; it's really nice, but poor things. It seems like the costumes were made with care. They were made with an understanding, and of course, Barbie is kind of already made for you. You have all of these uh, suits that were made into actual costumes for the characters to wear, And you kind of had like a template to already work with. Poor things, nothing there. I do think it's going to win costume design. Let's go for cinematography. I love cinematography. I love a good cinematography movie. Uh, my example. Blade Runner 2049. It is a beautiful movie to look at. The colors, the, oh my goodness. It's it's a beautiful movie to work with, to look at. Look, just watch it. Even if you don't like action that much, it's a beautiful movie. Cinematography. El Conde. Killers of the Flower Moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer and Poor Things. Now, I do think Oppenheimer did have a more diverse cinematography. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. Poor things. Yep, poor things. I think poor things is going to win cinematography. Okay, let's go. What's next? What's next? What's next? Animated feature film. The Boy and the Heron. Elemental. Nimona, Robot Dreams, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, there's a couple things I want to say before I give my answer. Animation is a medium. And this was made clear to me by my good friend, Sean, who was an animator. Animation is not a genre. It's a medium, such as live action. It's a way to tell a story in a different way. It can't do everything live-action can, but also live-action can't do everything animation can. And I think that's beautiful. I think having a different medium to show different types of stories is very, very unique and very, very uh, helpful. So, and I do enjoy it when animated feature films do get nominated for Best Picture, Toy Story 3, for example, and I do think animated feature films should be taken more seriously in the realm of film. Now let's get onto to another topic here about animated feature films The Boy and the Heron versus Spider-Man. I do think it's going to be one of those three, one of those two. The Boy and the Heron has been winning all the awards. It has been. It's won, uh, I believe, the BAFTAs. The Golden Globes, uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, the SAG, the Critics' Choice Awards, I think. It's been winning the awards. But I do think that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a better movie. I do think that. Now, now I'm at a crossroads here. Do I go with what I think is going to win or what I want to win? Because I think the boy and the heron's gonna win. But it would be amazing and I want it to happen if Spider-Man would win. Because I do think objectively it's a better film, plot-wise. Visually, they're both stunning. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse continues with that revolutionary style from the original. And of course, Miyazaki. It's a Miyazaki film. The Boy and the Heron. It's a beautiful movie. You know it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to go with who I think is going to win. The Boy and the Heron. I am sorry, Ken Powers, Justin K. Thompson, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, and Amy Pascal. But I just think Miyazaki has too much of a big name to pass over which inherently uh, is a big flaw in how the Oscars are uh, nominated and voted for it's not based upon skill a lot of the time and that's a problem because it's industry insiders who vote for these people who are part of the Academy That's usually People who are nominated or people who are, who are, uh, this is how, I think this is how you get in. You have to be nominated by somebody else or nominated for an Oscar. And then you have to be voted on by other members to get in if you're nominated by somebody else. And I, and that's why I think it's like this one big gatekeep community, like an HOA. Now let's go for actor in a supporting role. So you got Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, and Mark Ruffalo. I do think Robert Downey Jr. is the most impressive here. Now don't get me wrong. I'm just kidding. Anywhere else I'd be a 10. No, I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to win this one. Mm, actress in a supporting role: Emily Blunt, Danielle Brooks, America Ferrera, Jodie Foster, and Devine Joy Randolph. Now, props to Emily Blunt, Danielle, America, and Jodie. Beautiful performances. But Devine Joy Randolph just has it in the bag. That performance was amazing. It was amazing. She's sweeping all of the all of the awards, and she is a deer. Okay, she's gonna win this. It's, it's gonna happen. If she doesn't win, then I'm uh, I'll kill the winner. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, a joke. It's a joke. Actor in a supporting role. I mean, actor in a leading role. So you got Bradley Cooper. Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Killian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. Now I do think this is a race between Paul and Killian. I don't know who to pick. I love Paul Giamatti and I love Killian Murphy. Both of their performances are pretty good, but I, I got to give it to Paul Giamatti. It's, the movie has heart. His performance has heart, and, and. It's just a great movie and, you know, it's hard to act with that environment. It's the way the movie was shot, if you don't know. It was done in kind of like a classic way, raw film, raw audio. And it's a really, really, really nice movie. And I think Paul Giamatti works with it very well. So Paul Giamatti is going to win, in my opinion, actor in a leading role. Now actress in a leading role. You got Annette Bening, Lily Gladstone, Sandra Hewler, Carrie Mulligan, and Emma Stone. Who else has been sweeping, sweeping the award season? Lily Gladstone. And I would like if Lily won, let's be honest, I would like if Lily won. Lily Gladstone, you are going to win the Oscar for actress in a leading role. Now let's go for the bigger films. The bigger rewards, I meant. Directing. Justin Treat for Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Now I do think that Oppenheimer is going to win, so Christopher Nolan, I think you're going to win this. Okay. Christopher, it's, it's, it's time for you to win. Final Award of the Night The Academy Award for Best Picture nominees are American Fiction, Anatomy of the Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. And who I think is going to win this one is Oppenheimer. Yes, I do think Oppenheimer is going to bring home the biggest award of the night. I think it's going to get a lot of awards tonight. And I do think it's going to bring home the biggest one. It's a great movie. It's a long movie. I think that movies shouldn't be that long. But it's a great movie. But seriously, guys, stop making such long movies. I know that these movies, especially ones based on books, they're usually cut down to get rid of the most nice parts, The all of the parts that are nice and you know good story-wise, and they're cut down a significant amount. But just do a part two. <laughs> I don't want to sit there for like, Six and a half hours looking at like the same movie. That's a, that's almost a full work day. Okay. I don't have that long. I just want to watch a movie for two hours. That's not the most. But Oppenheimer, you win or you're going to win. And that's what I think. Now, what do we have next? Oh, yeah. Um, now we have. A special edition of Radio Theater. Now, I wrote this without any jokes in it. I wrote it without any, uh, what's it called? Any comedy. It's a drama. I wrote a drama, basically. And I'm gonna perform both parts. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stretch my acting muscles. See how it works, okay? Okay. Let me, let me get it ready. So I'm just gonna cut, cut away. You're going to hear a little thing, and I'll be back. Enjoy this edition of Radio Theater. Interior, taxi cab, midnight. Troy waits inside his cab waiting for the next customer. H stumbles from the darkness and enters the cab with a sort of sloppiness. Where to? 31st Street just drop me off at the corner. Troy starts the meter, and the two start driving through the calmness of the night. Looks like you had a rough night. Uh, <laughs> no, things just got a little crazy during the party, it's all. How crazy is a little crazy? H takes a moment to look out the window at the pretty lights before answering. You ever just think about the end? Like, really think about it? Take a moment to just ponder on the on what happens after you're gone. Well, that's a loaded question. I'm sorry. You don't have to answer that. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, really. You, you know, I do sometimes. I do think about what would happen if I were to uh, go. Not pass, just go. And? I got too much to worry about. I, too many people would be hurt. Hmm. What about you? Uh, why ask a question like that? Troy stops at a stoplight. Look, whatever you're going to do, that's the alcohol talking. I didn't drink tonight. I can't. Plus, I would love to just not do it. But unfortunately, I was dealt a bad hand. How so? I trust you enough. Besides, telling a stranger my secrets isn't going to matter soon anyways. A couple months ago, my doctor told me I don't have long to live. And I feel it. I feel myself slowly shutting down, getting more tired with each passing day. I don't want to die but I know what's gonna happen. Everyone dies, right? But it feels a little different knowing it's not sneaking up on you. When you when you know. So tonight was some sort of going away party? Kind of, but my friends don't know I'm going to die. They don't know? I feel like something like this would be important to tell your friends. Yeah, but I couldn't tell them. I couldn't bear seeing them mourn for me. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to see them celebrate and have fun. So what did you tell them? They think I'm moving away. Somewhere far, that I got a job and, and I'm starting a new life. What do you think's going to happen when you do die? And they go looking for you. Well. That won't be my problem anymore, would it? You have to acknowledge that sounds a little selfish. Sure, it does. But it's already happened. I feel myself leaving soon. I don't know exactly when, but it's soon. Are you... Are you scared? Yeah. Who wouldn't? I thought I had years of my life left to live, but only got to twenty-five. I'm sorry to hear that. Please, save your pity. I don't want to hear anything like that. I'm... Okay, let me make it up to you. You don't got long, right? I know a good ice cream place nearby. You win? Troy looks into the rearview mirror and sees H look out to the city. Sure. I could go for a good cone of vanilla right now. Troy and H go to the nearest ice cream place and order two cones. Afterwards, Troy parks his cab at the beach and they look out into the blackness of the sea. How are you feeling? Like I'm gonna die? But this also tastes pretty good. This is my favorite place to be, especially at night. Why? I can't see a thing. That's why I like it. It's like meditating, feeling the cold breeze come from the ocean and the sound of waves splashing against each other, drowning out the city noises with calm the two sit there listening to the waves hey are are you okay i'm not i'm not ready to die hey hey that's that's okay nobody nobody said you had to be But how, how do you think of something like this? How do you come to this realization? Something so, something so real. I, I don't know. I guess you can't. All you can do is wait now in the present my name's Troy by the way I'm a taxi driver I've been for the past five years since I got out of school (laughs) I kinda I kinda figured with the taxi and all that yep I sit in the car all day and wait for people to tell me where to go. Then I press this meter here and we get going. How's the job? It has its moments, you know. I went to school for culinary arts. Really? Why ain't you some head chef or something? I just... Found out too late that it wasn't for me. But I'm content with my life. I make a decent living and I get to travel for work. <laughs> I i guess that's true. my My name is... I go by H. Always have. Cool. What did you want to do with your life? Uh, I, lots of things, but I loved animals the most, so I wanted to do something to help them, you know, before the whole leaving thing. You know, that sounds wonderful. Sometimes on these beaches, there are little sea turtles, hundreds of them trying to make it out to the sea. Lucky little buggers. They're right about what they say. Oh yeah, and what do they say? The prettiest flowers get picked first. The two have a moment of silence, accompanied by the soft splashing of the waves. And who says that? They do. Should I take you to your destination now? Oh, no. I... I found it hours ago. And I don't think I want to leave just yet. The night goes on as Troy and H share the last moments of H's short life together. The End And that was that. I got nothing else to say, but you know what? Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And next week, listen as Jordan and I have a little conversation about St. Patrick's Day. So until then, I g- goodbye, I guess. <laughs> uh, Let's talk again sometime. See ya.